What's up, home slice? What the hell's a home slice? Like a homie, bro. We got listeners from Taiwan, you know. We got listeners from abroad. You know, you can't just be dropping these slangs like home slice. You think they're gonna understand what what we're saying? Home slice. True. True. Fifty percent of our listeners are from Taiwan. Home slice. Throwing all these curveballs to our listeners. Like what the hell? What the hell is Jack talking about half the time? Home slice. Okay. You ready to start? Home slice. Yes, we are home slice. You're listening to DIU Podcast, Daily Issues Uncovered. My name's Gavin. I'm joined by my co-host, dubbed anime hater, Jaxi. What's up? We are back with another episode of DIU Podcast, DIU Pod 89. Thank you for joining us. For new listeners, DIU Podcast is a show where Jack and I each bring in the issues, the daily issues that need to be uncovered, uncovered from the ground, you know, deep from the debt, and we discuss them. Daily issues uncovered. Before we jump in, though, this has become a weekly ritual. Jaxi, a few weeks ago, you started on your new journey of jogging, an activity you absolutely hate. What's going on with jogging updates? How are you feeling oh, this week? It's, 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 it's more than a few weeks, bro. It's been like a month and a half. A month and a half? Okay. And how are you feeling? But how are you feeling? I have not run this week, but I ran last week. I ran, I think, once last week. What the hell's going uh, on? What the hell bro, is bro, going me, on? You ran once last week? Let me finish. Week. You didn't run this week? The, well, it's only Tuesday, so please, please, cut me some slack, bro. But yeah, I, I started playing badminton on Mondays now, so that's my exercise as well as, as a bit of running. Uh, not as much. I felt like, you know... The belly, it's not, it's not coming down after running for like six weeks, and I just, it's, it's kind of uh, crazy, you know? Quitting, quitting on the jogging adventures. I'm gonna quit. I still run, like I told you, I ran last once last week. Right, but your your goal was to run three times, three four times every week. Yeah. What's the motivation though? What's the motivation level going like? You still motivated to do this or not? You know, you're starting to rub off on me, Gavin. You, I think you convinced me last week. What I say. It's time to accept that, you know, you have the dad bod. I mean, if, if yeah. it was that easy to convince you, I guess you weren't really that motivated to begin with, man. That's all I'm getting from this conversation. If if, if all it took for me to demotivate you was saying, yo, just give up. Join the dad bod club. Jack never That's gives up. Took. That's all it took. What do you mean Jack never gives up? Right, so you're going to give up now? No, I still run. It's just I don't run as much. So what's the new goal? What's the new goal now? I don't know. Just... Just keeping up my stamina, man. All right. No longer about the aesthetics, though. You're not exercising for the abs anymore. You've given up on that. No, I think, I think when uh, you know, vaccination passports come out of the gym, I will start going back to hitting the gym again, which is more fun. So you about that vaccine passport life? We talked about it a few weeks ago. You were you were not for that. You you didn't want to support that. Well, it's for my parents because my parents, you know, are old in their sixties. I have to be more responsible for them. Right, but we're talking about we're talking about the vaccine passports and how you know you don't want to support those businesses which choose to have a vaccine passport. Now you're now you're saying you're you're going to be about that. You're you're on team passport. Well, the thing is, my parents are pretty upset if I go to the gym because uh, they think they'll get COVID. I don't know, Asian parents maybe. Well, I mean, so, anytime you step out, there is a there is a chance. Let's let's not kid ourselves here. Anytime you step outside, there is a chance you could get it. 
But yeah, my parents, you know, are like, they want me to not go to the gym or do any of that outdoor stuff because still afraid of COVID. So, you know, I, I got to, what's that word? I got to, uh, gotta be responsible. I gotta mean, step up. Yeah, that's, I think that's right. I think that's the right word. I, I can't think of a word I brain farted, but I think that's the right word. So wouldn't that mean not going to the gym at all, regardless of whether or not there's a vaccine passport implemented? For the aesthetics, if, though. For the aesthetics. If you want to show the true responsibility and caring for your parents' wishes, then it sounds like they just want you to stay home and never never step outside, essentially. That's what it sounds Basically, like. Basically. So I don't know. But, you know, you, I, 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 I... Knowing you, I don't know if you could live with that. No, nah, I can't, man. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'm like, well, the most outgoing person you know, Gavin. Well, with the vaccine passports, though, but with the vaccine passports, though, it's it's becoming more and more of a reality. We talked about it a few weeks ago, I know, but recently it was announced that uh, MLSE, Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, they run the Raptors, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto FC. They're saying starting in September, if you want to go to any of their venues, you're going to need to prove that you're vaccinated or you have a negative COVID test. So, I mean, that second part basically says you don't need to be vaccinated as long as you have a negative COVID test. But uh, this, is, this is breaking news that this is what we were talking about a few weeks ago. This, is, this could be the future we're looking at and how you need to show proof of vaccination in order to do you know, what we were talking about a few weeks ago. You need, in order to do anything normal, resembling normal life. You want to go out and have fun. You want to go out and have gym. You want to go out and watch the Raptors play basketball. You're going to have to, well, e- well, in this case, uh, either show you're vaccinated or have a negative COVID test, right? It's looking more and more like that reality is coming true. What are your thoughts on that? It's becoming a reality, man. We have to accept the truth. I, I remember you vividly being very angry about that a few weeks ago. Saying, you know, that's not the way to go. That's not, you know, we shouldn't be be enforcing that. Now you're kind of, what's changed? You know, like now you're more settling in. Now you're just like, yeah, it's fine, right? Yada, yada, yada. We, we have to accept uh, the truth. You know, you know, as you're old, I think, you know, you become more of a sheep, you know. Uh, since all you guys, you know, all four in the group chat, I, I have to conform to it or else I'll be exiled from the group, you know. What the hell are you talking about? Old, getting old. It's been like three weeks. It's been like three, four weeks since we talked about this. Bro, I matured three weeks. You become a sheep? You become a sheep, bro? Yo, bro, you know, all of you guys have this mindset. I have to conform to you guys, you know? Like, if that's I'm the outlier, you guys That's like, not the Jack C I, I know and love. Jack C I know and love. He doesn't, know, he doesn't bend over. He doesn't give up. He doesn't. Okay, never mind. I, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. All right. <laughs> well, like, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, I just feel like since. Since our many disputes, many of our hardships in the group chat, that if I don't conform to you guys, no one will talk anymore, and that there will be no conversations. It'll be just be a, another dead group, and I don't like to see that. So because of that, you're taking the the more mature approach. You're saying I'm going to change my ways, not even change. I think you're just gonna, because like I don't know if you actually believe what. Uh, you know, you and I, we don't actually have the same beliefs, but it sounds like you're just going to go along with it. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. To avoid the confrontation is, is what I'm hearing. So, like, I know it's kind of going off topic, but... We're not even I'm at the a topics guy. yet. We're not even at the topics yet. 
I'm a guy that doesn't like to argue, to have confrontation. But I'm also the guy that causes the argument on confrontation. Do you see how that but contradicts? I, but I feel like when you do that, you don't know you're causing a confrontation. Because like you don't think that you are confronting other people. You know what I'm saying? Like You're going there kind of like saying whatever just off the top of your head. And, and for you, it might seem normal. Correct me if I'm wrong, man. Correct me if I'm wrong. For you, it might seem normal, but then someone else hearing that message might be like, "Michael, what the fuck did this guy just say to me?" Well, you know, I'm not gonna lie. You know, like I have group chats where I like get into arguments as well, and like I'm not gonna front about it or anything. But like I, I do, I do. It's, it's like, it's like sometimes I just spaz the moment, you know, and then like people like disagree with me or some shit, and I'm like, oh fuck it, man. Like I, I, I like I don't. Well, like to cause arguments, but I feel like I cause those arguments. I also I, feel like I, I, you have this need, like Jack, you have this need to to constantly prove or like get get that acknowledgement, like yo, I'm I'm correct, I'm the one who's correct, or my way of thinking is right, and then it, it shows, and then people are like, what the fuck is this guy talking about, right? Like like why 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 am why is he attacking me? And then it becomes an argument. It snowballs into an argument. Yeah, that's why I have to conform to you guys or else I, it's like, oh, I agree with you, but I don't actually agree with you because, you know, like sometimes I don't actually agree with you, but I'm going to agree with you anyways because I don't want to cause any more arguments. And like, I'm so sick of tired of trying to defend myself, trying to prove my point, trying to prove I'm right. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that. You know, like I, I can't do it anymore. I'm old. I'm fucking 30. I don't have the energy for that anymore. So all this to say, all this to say, you don't believe in vaccine passports. You don't think they should happen, but you're just going to agree because we talked about this a few weeks ago. Like, I got my shot. I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, we're just going to leave it at that. Okay. Let's jump into the issues this week. Uh, what, what, do you have, what do you have for us? You know, I want to give our audience an update about Chris Wu, actually, first. Okay. He's going to jail. He's done for. It's then beneficial. We, then we, it's not. Then we find it's official. Okay. Because a few weeks ago, he was arrested. Well, last he week- was arrested. I for being yeah. in charges of rape. Yeah, right? or something like that. Yeah, and now it's it's official that he's done for. He's done doo-doo. How long is he... Do we know how long he's going to be in jail? Like, what, what's going to happen to him? Jail, man. I don't know how, how long, but for a while, man. Like, I'm, I'm curious to, to figure out how, how long a rapist would get sentenced to jail in the, in the Chinese judicial system. China? So, I mean, if, if listeners, let us know if we can find out. Maybe more news will come up. Uh, as the story progresses, but he, he's done, right? His career's done, right? I, there's no way you're done, coming man. back, right? Done. This is not this is not like North America. You go to jail, you 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 know your career is fine when you come out, right? Bro, bro, he's, he's basically CCP. Done, right? That's all I can is say. Is that man. correct? Like, is he's done? Is it safe to say we're never gonna hear about this guy again, right? I don't know if we're never gonna hear about him. I'm sure it's not lifetime jail if, for rape. Yeah, but, but like he's not gonna be he able to out. be famous again in china right in china specifically but outside of china he's still fairly popular okay he has a chance so i, I don't know how do you how do you feel about this like you you were you were a fan of his so i was never a fan i don't i just thought he was like a very douchebag person whenever i see his face but like uh so you're you know, a hater. like you're a hater of him so you're no you're happy I, about this i wasn't oh no no no. i was very neutral but i wasn't a fan but i never hated him either Oh man, if you're neutral, but fuck it, then we don't need to update the audience. Uh, fuck this guy. We're ne- we don't need to talk about Chris Wu anymore. All right, we we done with Chris Wu. He's in jail, right? 
Well, Gavin, you have to keep your word, man. You said we'll give our weekly updates to to our pe- listeners. Not about you Chris said that Wu. Said on the first episode. I said we give a weekly yes, update you about your jogging. We did an update, bro. And you Chris got Wu. arrested. All right, all right, all right. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Right. You see what I'm talking about? Every every simple dispute can turn into an argument. I, I see what you're talking about, Jack. This, this is getting <laughs> heated already. This, this show's getting fucking heated already. On other news, you know, in yeah. Canada. Are, yeah, we're getting our election soon, and those are just you know some some big big issues here. Who are we voting for? That's that's a huge issue, bro. You know, people talking shit about Trudeau. I don't know about the NDP, but you know, a lot of progressive people like NDP. You know, if we want to save some money, we uh, vote conservatives. You know, we 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 have people that vote Green Party. What are we gonna do, Gavin? What are we gonna do, bro? Wait, why is there why is there an election though? It's it hasn't been it hasn't been four years, right? Is this is like oh. sort of came out of nowhere this election? Oh, oh, you don't know the the uh, the uh, tell policies me the backstory, man. So, tell me the backstory. So what's happening? So uh, Justin Trudeau, he was a minority government, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't the majority. He was like minority. I think that's the right word, right? Like he wasn't. Yes. He didn't. We went by landslide, basically. Yeah, and so the, the I, 20, what was it, like 15? 2019? 20, 2015, he won majority. Yeah. 2019, he, he, he got reelected as prime minister, but the liberals were a minority. Yeah. They, didn't get, so, they didn't get like the 170 seats needed. So yeah. for the past two years, they've been, they've been minority, which is a lot harder to, to make rules, I would assume. Right? Go ahead. Yeah, so... So how it works in Canada is that if you are a minority government, you're allowed to make the call to vo- go for another election after two years because they want to get majority. They want to get that majority seat so that they're going for the vote again. I don't know what happens if he wins and goes and gets minority again. Well, if he wins uh, minority again, then nothing changed, right? And we would have just wasted like a lot of taxpayer money and, and a month of our lives, essentially, right? Because... What is the what is the benefit? I, I mean, I can see why, if you're the minority government, you would want to to force an election to to get the majority back. But do you think, like, do you think it's the right timing though? Because a lot of people are criticizing this. Like, why are you doing this when the fourth wave of COVID is starting? You know, why why are you doing this at this time? The leaders are going to have to travel across the whole country, right? The the leaders for each of the parties they're gonna they're gonna be campaigning. People are, unless they figure out some sort of electronic voting system, people are going to have to go to polling booths, right? So, well, it, it, during a fourth wave of COVID, like, what, what the fuck is the, the actual reason of this? It's, it seems kind of selfish. Right? Well, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. We can't do online because there's hackers and there's way around getting two votes in or three votes. And we, to be honest, I don't believe in online. We can't do it. There's hackers in the world. Kids are smart these days, man. They know how to, like, hack the system you know cheat the system you know like we we have to go to polls that's that's the only way but polls aren't necessarily a hundred percent foolproof as well as as well right you're literally just a guy manually you know it's like you're counting one check mark one check mark one check mark there's a lot more room for human error than that not to, but we're not talking about the uh, the polling methodology here i'm talking about in the fourth wave of COVID, to call an election seems like a really bad stunt, like a political stunt. I, I do think so. But like at the same time, I understand where they're coming from. Like 
it's it's hard, like you said it's hard to get stuff done when you're minority that's why like i felt like the last two years nothing happened besides covid like the government didn't do anything right yeah because like liberals are liberals are the minority in government but then they have to, yeah they have to let the other parties vote too so it's hard to get actual shit done when you're a minority government it just seems like the timing is bad because like literally the day before trudeau announced this snap election they announced oh yeah by the way we're you we're in the fourth we're in the fourth wave the fourth wave of covid is is real it's here next day trudeau's like all right election september 20th let's go i felt like the last year is unfair for trudeau because he can't make changes because of them being minority even if they want to pass something through without the other parties voting for it they can't get it through that's the thing so you think so this I felt like sort of flaw, last- it's the system's kind of flawed to al- allow for a minority government is what you're I, suggesting. I would, so. I, I would say so. I would say so. Because like, let's say we want to pass something and it's something good. Like most citizens want it, but let's say the, the other people don't want it, right? Then we're fucked. Then we're like, we can't pass it because the other parties don't want it. Right. But if it's something most citizens want, which is never the case, to be fair, if it's something most citizens want, you would assume everyone would, would, would vote for it. There's never been a, there's never been a, a something that, most citizens want there'll always be a a counterpoint and there'll always be a reason not to want it right uh like if you're a student and someone says free tuition you know all the students are going to be like oh yeah yeah that's fucking good yeah let's do it but like as an adult you're going to be like hold on i'm not paying for some kids i don't know and their and their university tuitions like what what the hell like my tax is going to go up as a taxpayer so there's never there's never a issue or a, a law that everyone agrees on all those laws have already been passed and they're already they're already in place what i think as a voter you you just need to vote selfishly and that's and that's how it is like you need to look at what we all need to we all need to look at what we want and vote in that direction right so i think there's no way, like like we've known, like there's no way one party will cover everything you want that everyone wants, the whole population wants. So I I think it's it, the only way is is to be selfish about it. Just vote for what you think, what you want in in the country in in life, in daily life, right? And and who's gonna be the best person for you? And don't worry about anyone else. The 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 polls will come in every the votes will be counted and that that that'll be that and you know my my machine gun you know topics uh, i have one more topic for my sh- shotgun topics or machine gun topics is that machine gun and shotgun totally Shang-Chi. different bro. come on come on oh my god whatever they're not the Sha- same thing Shang- they're not the same thing. we're gonna, we're gonna argue about every every little detail of this show this is gonna be one of those episodes yeah, fuck go off. ahead fuck off uh, it's me about Shang Chi, you know. Uh, movies coming out. CEO says it's like a, a test run. This this movie, and you know, what do you mean Simu, it's a test run? Like, so the CEO, Disney CEO, they said Shang Chi is an interesting experiment, basically meaning the movie's an experiment, right? Okay. Uh, and then. Simu replied, you know, we are the underdog, the underestimated. 
We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will preserve after an embattled. So what he's he's trying to talk back to the CEO? What's going on here? Basically, just saying like you know we're not an experiment. We're we're the underdogs. You know. What does that mean though? What we're an experiment? Like you mean to the Chinese having an all Chinese movie? Is that is that what he meant by experiment? What what does he mean by experiment? The CEO. That's exactly what I meant. This we're an experiment. We're like this. We don't know if this movie is gonna go well. We don't know, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of an experiment, isn't it? Though, you don't think so? I'm I'm rooting for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for the show. But as a as a show producer, if you're producing a movie, it is kind of an experiment. I'm not saying like I'm rooting for the movie, but if we're gonna try out. An all Asian cast in a Disney movie, it it is kind of a an experiment slash gamble for for the for the movie producers. I don't know if I would have said that because that sounds like a dumbass move. Like you're trying to promote your own movie, you're saying, "Yeah, this is an experiment. Yeah, we'll see what happens." I don't know why you would want to say that, but the sentiments are understandable, well, I guess. Well, to be fair. There was other movies that are full Asian cast, like Crazy Rich Asians, or that movie with Akafina and talking about their family that back in Asia. I forgot yeah, what that movie's yeah, called. Yeah, but those were those were way lower budgets than what I would assume this movie being produced by Disney had. You know what I'm saying? Like the the budget for Crazy Rich Asian was very low, and the, the reason you know, and it and the box office earnings were were a lot higher than what was expected. You know, in that case, yes successful quote-unquote experiments uh but this is a disney movie where i assume the 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 money they spent on it is a lot higher than than any any other movie we we might have seen with an asian cast in the past right Mm -hmm. so so what are you are you gonna are you angry at the ceo what what are your thoughts on this uh i i just felt like you know it's it's whatever man it's it's what they say We'll see how the movie is when it comes out. I'm gonna go support it. I hope we can go support it together. You know, I, I'm I'm there for Fella Chan and and Tony Lau. I I to be honest, I didn't even know Simu until everyone kept talking about him. And like, I think I heard about him right before the Raptors won their championships, and then I saw him in real life when he was on the same car as Jeremy Lin. The parade float. Yeah, basically like. I didn't, I didn't even know him, man. But, you know, I'm supporting the Asian cast as well. You know, I'm Asian myself. But yeah, I don't think that... I, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think it were an experiment. I think, you know, we're just misrepresented. But we'll see. Right, so we'll I'm see. assuming you're bringing this in as an issue because, like, you're, you're, like, pissed at it or something, right? Because, like, that's kind of... It's kind I, of rude to say that. Like, when the movie's already coming is, up, you know it's, it's aimed... It's a heavily Asian cast... Tons of Asians want to support it. And then to say it's an experiment, I think it's like as a CEO, I don't know why you would do that to yourself. You could have just kept his mouth shut. And it, you know, things would have been fine. If the movie tanked, you know, then maybe you can say it's an experiment. But even then, like, damn, like support your own product, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. That's it, man. Um, I guess, you know, that those are my uh, machine gun topics uh, for this week. I guess, you know, 
uh, you can go with your topic. What's, what's, yeah. what's the bigger issue, though? What, what do you think is the biggest issue out of all your issues you talk about? Honestly, what's the, that, what's the one that gets you the most? I I feel like the Disney CEO saying, you know, what, you know, the the movie Shang Chi is a is an experiment. I think that's a huge issue because it affects me more. But then the, here's the it thing: you like more than the elect- election, bro. I don't know, man. As as an Asian, it's kind of hard, man. It's like in, in, it's somewhere in between, bro. It's somewhere in between. Both of affects me a lot. They're all important. They're all important. They're all important. This is why they're on DIU, man. They're all important. All right. Here's my issue to speak. So I want to do a little rewind back to the Olympics. I know they finished a few weeks ago. The story is a Chinese gold medalist in table tennis, Sun Yingsha, wasn't told about her grandmother's death so she can focus on the Olympics. The story basically was this, uh, this table tennis star, 20 years old, Sun Yingsha. She won gold in the women's team event and silver in the women's singles event. She did this all while not knowing her grandmother had died months earlier. So her grandmother passed away in April, according to her father. And around this time, she was already away training in some closed facility, preparing for her Olympic debut. Son's father revealed that whenever she called home, the family would lead the conversation away from the subject of the grandmother. And he basically said, the dad basically said, we were afraid of the news affecting her, her performance. She finally heard the news via phone call on August 8th, the last day of the Olympics. So the grandmother died of a sudden illness in her hometown and the family, they, had a, they thought long and hard about this. Like, do we tell her? Do we not tell her? They eventually decided to keep it a secret as she was practicing for the Olympics. The family said, we looked forward to her winning glory for the country and becoming the pride of the country in order to comfort her grandmother's spirit in heaven. So essentially, she's working hard. She's training for the Olympics. She went there, did her thing, won some medals. But in order for her to focus, the family was like, no, we can't tell, we can't tell her about grandma passing away. I think there's a lot to dissect in this situation. But just jumping right off the bat, though, if you're in this situation, I want to hear your thoughts, Jack. Would you want to know that your loved one passed away? If you were, if you were away, let's say, training for something, if you were in her situation... Would you want to know this or would you not want to know this? No, I wouldn't want to know it uh, because it will affect how I perform. You know, I might perform poorly. Really? So you like, wouldn't want to know like a big news like that, like someone someone died? Yeah, I like Olympics is a huge event. It's not like a seasonal basketball. It's not like a one or two games of basketball. It's, a, it's, it's, it's once every four years. You fuck up, you're done. You lose four years of your lives that you trained for. And right, but like the grandma eat. died, man. The grandma died. Like you lose, yeah, sure. You lose four years of your life, but someone, you know, your loved one's life is already over. I get what you're saying. Expect- I get what you're saying. It's a big, it's a big deal. But I, like, I, I feel like it, a person's life is more than, should, should be more, more than an Olympics. 
Go ahead. I'm not saying a person's life is not important. I'm saying that I wouldn't want to know about it at that time. It's okay. like, it, it will affect my performance. It's because I'm an emotional person, uh, personally. And for a lot of females, they're, they're, I would say they're emotional as well. And it can affect how they play in the Olympics. It's not like it'll make them perform better. It's not, it's not like it's going to make them go Super Saiyan. It, it's not like Frieza killing Krillin and then Goku going Super Saiyan. It's not like that, right? Like I know. wish real life. It, it does happen though. Like it does happen. Like we hear about great sports stories all the time. Someone, so and so's parent died. Next game, they do something spectacular. Right? I'm not saying that could happen, but I'm not saying that couldn't happen as well. I I guess the real question is: Do you think the parents? So you would say the parents made the right decision to keep the grandmother's death a secret? I would say so. I would say so. Like. Especially in China, because like winning something for the country, it's bigger than the family in China. What do you mean, bigger like, than family? You doing something for like the country, where like winning a medal is kind of more proudful. I don't know the right word to use. More right, but like, Chinese culture is also heavily embodied. Like like the idea of family is is huge as well, right? Especially talking about well, like. Uh, well, here, here's the thing. Respect. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah, your grandma dies. What can you do? You're in the Olympics. Are you gonna fly back and miss your game? No, but at least you want to know about effect- it, though. You you still want to besides know about it. affecting here. Besides affecting you negatively, what else can you do about it? Right. It's if it's I told just you, idea like would would you want to be in in ignorance of that situation though? Because I I I don't think I would. I think I would like to know. I think I would like to know and be in in tune with the world. It might affect you negatively, but if it's someone who you knew really well, if it's someone who meant a lot in your life, what am I gonna do? Pretend like I'm I'm just living in in ignorance that they're still alive. Like I would I would want to know right away. Sure, it might affect my my performance, but I tend to think that like the relationships you have with people should should come first. I don't know if that's like a a Western mentality, so to say, but I I do think that it's it's not fair for them not to know. I'm not criticizing the parents for choosing to keep the death a secret. I'm just saying if I were in the position, I would I would want to know that this person in my life has passed away. I can mourn, I can get over it more quickly. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It's just interesting to see the differences like in, in culture because like if, if you if you thought about this do you think do you think this would happen to a Canadian do you think this would happen to like, to an American like their training and their grandmother dies I I don't know if the instinct over here the first instinct over here is to keep it a secret you know what I'm saying I would say in the Western culture they would let the person know but in Eastern culture they won't what 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 do you think is the is the difference in that like in in China, like they said, the, the the family literally said, the father literally said, they wanted to to bring glory to the country. They didn't want to distract her from the training, right? So is it is it does it go back to doing your best for the country? Yeah, exactly what I just said. You, you know, making the country prideful, glory. It's better than like not better. Like it's, I don't know what's the right word to use. It's like. Better like they want the face. Know. They want. They want. Yeah, their... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right word. That's the right word. They want the face. 
Yeah, that's interesting. It's it's very interesting to hear how like the differences of of cultures can affect someone's decision. I mean, I guess that's why I think I would personally want to know about if if I was in a situation, I would want to know about the person's passing. Uh, I want to I want to propose a hypothetical though. So yeah, of course the Olympics is is probably you know like you said one of the most you know important events in your life, but let's say this was in a I don't know, like to lower the, the stakes a bit, right? Um, and let's say you're preparing for another event, let, you know, not necessarily the Olympics, but an, an event that's important in your life. Uh, I don't know. It could be a job interview. It could be, it could be a wedding. I don't know. You're preparing, you're preparing for, would you, would you still want to hear about this though? Would you want to hear about this news? Like just in this similar situation? Cause I know you mentioned the Olympics. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's, it happens every four years. For most people, it might be the pinnacle of their of their athletic career. But with that aside, though, let's just let's just talk about like the normal, nuance, the everyday situations. Would you still have that same opinion that you wouldn't want to know? Uh, after the match, I would say after the match. So let's say my grandma passed away, and like right before a basketball tournament, mm-hmm. I would still want to know, like. Like earliest, I want to know it's after that first match is done. Okay, okay. As in, like, it gives me time to mourn for the next match. I think that's me though. It's yeah, no, that's you. That's that's your opinion. I think yeah, like for me, because it would just, like, I don't see a reason to, to like not know. You know, if if this happened to something in my life, I I would want to know immediately. It it seems unfair to to hide the truth, right? In my in my opinion. I can understand why you would want to do that to like shield the person who's who's being withheld the information. But I think just just my personality, I would want to know right away uh and and then try to like deal with it or try to try to move past it. But I think it's an interesting topic and I want to hear what the listeners think about this. If you're in this situation, would you want to know about your loved one passing away. Do you think what the parents did were were fair? Because this is very like I I feel like this is very similar. When I heard the story, it it did remind me of that Aquafina movie, The Farewell, where essentially the premise was she had to fly back to China, like this uh, Asian American girl flying back to China to host a fake wedding because the grandma was dying. She was dying of cancer, but the whole family didn't want to tell her she had cancer. So they just had this elaborate fake wedding. And then when, because I remember when I watched that movie, I was like, man, you know, like I would definitely want to know if, if I had cancer. Um, but it it really depends on the person. Like if you know, like you can't handle this sort of this pressure, maybe it's better you don't know. But I just definitely want to hear the bad news up front. Just give it to me straight. Listeners, let us know what your stance is on that. Anything else you wanted to add, Jack? The last thing I want to say about this issue is that I, I do feel like that, let's say, because how I see things is that how would this affect you as a person? If it mm-hmm. affects me positively, tell me. Like, if it's right before an important event, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Even to my children, let's say let's say my son is is, you know, in the summer leagues for basketball to enter, you know, not even summer league, let's say 
It's like the NCAA. Is that what it is? The basketball tournament? The college one? Okay. She has to perform to get picked. Would I tell okay. my son that, let's say he was really close to his grandma, that you know his grandma died? This will negatively affect his performance in the tournament and potentially not get drafted. So I know there's a chance. But when, do, my, you, but when do you tell them though? When do you tell them though? Like it's kind of tournament. a slap in the face. Like but, like for this story, the grandmother died in April and she found out in August. Like four months passed. Like that's kind of a long time to keep a secret, right? Now, if someone dying, how long do you wait in this situation? Okay. Four months is a long time, but let's say if it's like a week before the tournament and his grandma's passed away, I wouldn't tell him. But if it's like two months before the NCAA tournament, obviously I will tell him. It, why, why it, it's a time frame. Though, like what is the acceptable it, time much, frame? A week? No, that's too short. It's, it's how long they have between their next tournament and how long when their grandma died. Between that time, how long do they have to mourn? But you, how long does it take to mourn, right? You, you can't tell that. It's, it's not like a... It's not like a set number, like oh, I need sixteen days to mourn, right? We we don't know, right? It could be, it could be a lasting impact. It could, it could be a, a motivational impact as well, right? I'm not saying it can't, but you know, it, it, it's how it affects a person, and most of the time, it affects them emotionally, which means it's negatively impacting them, which means they'll play bad or whatever they're doing. Hmm. I think as a if I were to try to think about this like a parent's. Uh, the the reality is death is part of human human nature and if if i'm especially if i'm talking to a kid it's like this is this is how the world is this is this is what happens in in the world in real life people die and yeah it's going to be it's going to be tough but as a parent what you can do is try to guide guide the kid right that they this is what happens this is this is the time to mourn or this is this is how you can get over this. It's it's human emotion, and if we're talking about young young kids. Uh, I think it's it's an important part of of growing up into into an adult is understanding the cycle of life and death. And if someone if someone dies, um, how as a parent you can guide them, guide them through this grief, and and explain things. So. It, there's no answer. Like, there's no right answer. Like I said, it's it's just uh, interesting to hear about what other people's opinions are. All right, and that's about it. That's about all I had to say for this issue. Okay, let's move on to the last the segment advice section. The advice, advice section. section. Okay, okay. What do you have for us this week? Uh, love advice. Bro. Love advice. We 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 have a love inquiry. I thought it was an interesting topic. You know, it's from a uh, subtle Asian relationships. I, I, I felt like it needs to be told. You know, uh, Gavin, you, you, you can read it for us, you know? Let me pull it up. I'm seeking food for thought on a mismatched libidos. Okay. I, 31-year-old male, have high libido and would like to have sex at least once a day. However, my partner, 29-year-old female, has low libido and even every other day seems like a lot to her. It's not uncommon that my request for sex will be denied, but there are occasions where she gets in the mood later that same night and changes her mind. I've shared that I get disappointed with how often my requests get denied, and she shared that she feels guilty for denying my request. 
It's not like she doesn't want to have sex. She just typically isn't in the mood and it takes time for her to warm up. Also on my end, it's not that I need sex because I want a climax, but I just really like the intimacy. For example, there are times when she finishes and I don't, and I'm okay with that. On days I feel sexually frustrated, I just bust a nut on my own so I can enjoy bedtime cuddles without constantly feeling like wanting to ask for sex. I hope that made sense. I was hoping for some insight from couples in a similar situation with mismatched libido, particularly from the low libido side. I want to create a communication dynamic where I can express my desire for sexual intimacy and where she can feel safe expressing no. What do you wish your high libido partner would understand slash be more understanding of? How do you prefer to be asked for sex or what kind of nonverbal cues can you, uh, do you like? In what ways can I help reduce the burden on my partner when I express desire for sex? I will discuss these questions with my partner directly as our situation may not be the same as others and open communication is essential. But at the same time, I'm hoping to glean from others' perspectives as well. So that's why they had this comment on subtle Asian relationship, this post. Uh, some context, we have been long distant relationship for about a year. We had the opportunity to see each other for the first time in person in the past month, which is why the conversation about sex became more prominent. Thanks in advance. Go ahead. Um, can I, can, I want to ask you something. Do you, I, I'm going to answer first. I typically say I would have a low libido. What about you, Gavin? What does that mean though? Like It means like, day, oh, you're, like not once a week. Like compared to your partner, I think this is a subjective question. Like compared to your partner, do you have a higher libido or lower libido? I don't think it's a question where you have a really high one or really low one. It's more like compared to your partner. Would you say yes, yours is yes. higher or lower? Yours is higher. Uh, I'm probably lower. I'm probably lower. Okay. So the thing is like as a person that has a low libido, it's... How do you feel though? Like if, like if you're constantly being asked for sex, how do you feel about that? Because like if you're not feeling it, you're like, like fuck you. I just want to... Just want to play uh, Valorant or, or whatever, right? I just want to play video games. I just want to sleep or something, right? Yeah, I just want to do my own thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired, right? Yeah, I, I typically like you know sometimes I would say oh, I'm tired. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. You know, like it's hard when you know your girlfriend is higher or you know you're lower or the other way around. It's hard. It, like you just have to find a compromise. I would say. How do you do um, that? Though? You talk with them, like yo. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna give it to you once a week. Take it or leave it. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. If like, that's a compromise, bro. <laughs> that's more like, like a, that's more like a demand. <laughs> it's kind of like I would say, like you kind of like just talk about it. Like you know, I want it like once a day. Like I want it once every other day. Like maybe once a week. Like make a compromise. Have how many? But I think it's hard, right? If you're not feeling, you're not feeling it. You, like yeah, because like it, it's not gonna be as like it's not gonna feel uh, as good. Because like a compromise is like, that generally means you meet in the middle, right? But then like, let's say person with higher libido wants it every day, person with lower libido every week, once a week. The compromise in this situation is every three or four days, right? If you meet in the middle. Um, but if, if the person with the lower sex drive, they're once a week, you know, when three days comes, they're not going to be about that, right? They're still not going to be feeling it. 
So in this situation, a compromise, I, I get you could try, you could try it to make to make the person the higher libido, you know, like to be more intimate. But like you said, like if, if they're not into it, they're not into it. So is well, that really a compromise? It's not. It's more like I'm giving it to him because or giving it to her, give it to him. Just because they want it. Like you know, just I want to be happy. I'm, I'm a, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing about this specific issue. I find it funny that that he said there are times when she finishes and I don't. I don't think as a guy you cannot not finish. How do you not finish as a guy? You just get blue balls. What do you mean? Bro, I don't think I've ever gotten blue balls that way. Like if dude, if you do it, you, you go all the way, bro. You're not gonna not bust a nut. I don't know. Like with, well, never, I don't know what that means. Maybe, to, like, I, like, maybe he okay, maybe but, he, maybe okay, maybe I don't know, maybe the like they, they were having sex and then the girl her you know, she has the low libido, right? So like she's like, Alright, fuck it, I'm done. Like like they finished, right? But she gonna and then he's but, is he gonna keep going? I don't, I don't I mean I don't know, he could, but uh, another interesting another interesting point you brought up was like they've been in a long distance relationship for a year and they see each other for the first time. Yeah. I think that if they're seen like at least the first month, you both should have high libido. Maybe maybe yeah. after the first week or some shit, but like if, if it's really that bad, I mean like you can't say maybe they just like had sex every day for the first week and then and then the girls was like, Alright, I have a low libido, right? Or or or, or maybe or maybe like, he's just bad time, at sex. whatever the time amount is, let's say they're they they were long distance for a while, for a year. Whatever the time amount is that they've they've met, it it's gone let's just we can assume they've gone back to the the status quo of, of him being a a high libido and and her being a low libido having a low libido we can assume that as a status quo is is what i'm reading into this what's your advice though what's your advice for this guy like okay so he has three questions right what do you wish your high libido partner would understand or be more understanding of like we said like just that's a that's that's a good question you're tired right or you want to do something else oh sorry people with high libido needs to understand from low libido people is that Sometimes I want it at the spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm feeling it, but then sometimes I'm not. It's like a very on and off thing, you know. It's like, yo, I'm feeling it tonight, man. Let's do it. But then other times you're like, yo, I don't want it. But is there is, that, is that- there reasons why you would be feeling it one day and not another? Like like what creates the spur, or or is it the spontaneity itself, which you think helps? It's like the spontaneous. Is spontaneous spontaneity? I don't, I don't know the right word, but yeah, that helps. Like, if you guys schedule sex time, I, I feel like as a low libido person, like it's not that interesting, or for me at least. Well, for anyone, like, it's not that interesting, right? Like, oh, it's like it's not like a podcast. Yeah, Tuesdays at nine o'clock, we're we're gonna have sex. Like, okay, like <laughs> you're not trying, you're not trying for a baby, right? You're tr- you're just you're just trying to bust a nut. Yeah. So spontaneous, so, being spontaneous is is. Is a piece of advice you would give this guy, right? Not him being spontaneous. Is the person of low libido being spontaneous? Okay, okay, right. Like that's what they need. To I like. Yeah, it but spontaneous. what's the guy gonna do in this situation? Just wait until this spont- spontaneous urge arises. Like he's probably horny every day, right? So he wants to get it on every day. He's just gonna. What, what does he have to do? Just like this jerk off once a day. Is is that basically the advice we can give him? 
honestly, like you busting a nut yourself is the best way to go sometimes. If you're or like you know you know you break up with her, man. You break up with her. I, I feel like in this in, like, in this in this letter, he doesn't want to do that. I, I think he he's no, open he to having, like, a, having that conversation. There, there, there are couples where they break up because their libido difference is too big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? I, I I've seen it happen where like yo, he's not giving enough sex or she's not giving enough sex. Like that happens. It's not like it's rare. It, it it's very often, yeah. right? I would say back in my prime days in my in my mid early twenties. Dude, my libido was so fucking high, man. You were like this guy. It was, right? yeah. I was like this guy, man. Like at least like twice a day, man. So were you in a situation where, where like, I don't know, your partner at the time they had a low libido? How would you get over that in that situation? Were you just like jerk off once a day? What, like, what, what the hell? What the hell would you recommend to this guy? Well, here's the thing. I think most of the girls I dated back in the past had similar libido situation mm-hmm. because. They were young as well, right? Like I was in my mid early twenties. They were in their like, you know, early twenties. I like, so it wasn't like, that's a problem. The thing. Like, it wasn't a problem. It was. It wasn't a problem for me. It wasn't a problem for me. And like, I I feel like as I age, it becomes more of a problem because my libido is lower now. I don't I don't crave for sex or as horny as I used to be. Mm-hmm. I think it's starting to become an issue as you age. Like for me at least. For me at least. I I, I honestly like. Just, just busting it yourself, or just break up and find a new partner, man. Find a younger girl. Younger girl usually <laughs> has a higher libido. Honestly, younger girls have a fucking higher libido. Or well, younger people in general, like, right? Younger people in general, not just girls. Yeah, man. Younger, younger, young, younger girls, they, they, they have a fucking high libido. But then, like, when girls reach like thirty-five, they also have a high libido. Then, what do you mean? Like, why? that's why there's cougars, right? You, you've heard of cougars before, right? So. Males reach their peak libido at a at an earlier age, around early thirties, and then they start going downhill. Uh, okay. But for females, I think they hit their peak around late thirties. So, women like want to have more sex when they're like mid thirties for some reason. Wait, so you're saying like in the early twenties it's high, and then it goes down and it goes back up in the mid thirties? That's what you're saying. Yeah, it goes higher than you were in your early 20s. It's like a graph. Imagine this graph, okay? The graph is like, it's uphill. I, after yes, the exactly it goes uphill, yes. And, 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 and it goes downhill, and then it goes up. It's like the, and then it goes uphill again, but then it goes past the point of when you're in your early 20s. Uh, but what, as guys, why that we, we kind of like... What is... It just biology, is, it, is, it like, is it like boredom in life? Like, oh man, I'm, I'm 35, like... I want to change up my life. Like, I'm, I'm not doing shit. Is that what it is? Honestly, I don't have an answer for you. It's, it's something I want answered by a by a sex guru, man. All right, but um, let's answer let's answer a yeah. second question. How do you prefer to be How asked you- for sex, or what kind of nonverbal cues do you like? Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I don't I don't like it when a girl asks me for sex. I like it when they just initiate it. Fuck, man, just 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 fucking take off my pants, man. Easy like that, yeah. Like, yo, if you want to just... Yeah, man, just take out my pants. Like, don't ask. I feel like sometimes when you ask for it, it's kind of a turnoff. When you just do it, it's, it, it feels different. It's just like, yo, just do it, man. It's like as Nike, you know, their quote, yes, just do it. Yes, That's, exactly. what, just that's it, what their slogan actually means in, in just, reality. Just, 
Exactly. Just, just take off my fucking pants. Just, Jeez. just, just kiss me. Just, just do something to me. You know, like, like you don't have to say it. You know, body language is like seventy percent of how we speak. Just fucking take off my pants or some shit, man. And my pin also from experience is that when you show you don't want it, the girl wants it more. I don't okay. know, if it, like even it's in relationships, right? It's, it's exactly, exactly. So like, you know, a lot of times, like. You know, I know a girl wants it, but I don't initiate it and make them initiate it. Like, I know they want it from their body language. They want to have sex. But I'm like, yeah, I would just pretend I don't want it. I'll just be doing my own thing, you know? And then they would actually initiate it because they want it more. You just have to play the game. You just have to. Right. But this guy's asking about people with low libido. Would they appreciate that? Yeah, I mean, exactly. maybe some people might. But like, if you're doing your own thing, like, or if you're tired or whatever, you know, would 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 you appreciate that? I think is what he's asking. Like, if if I'm if I'm busy doing something, if I'm podcasting and his girlfriend comes in and tries to initiate something, like, what what am I supposed to do, right? Like, yo, just just end the episode right now, right? This is just GTFO. Well, it depends, right? It depends on the situation. Like, if that happens, or y'all y'all like you push them off, man. Like, hundred percent push them off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, I would jack here, bro. I would jack here. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is that, like, act like you don't want it. They will want it more. Yes, because this guy this guy's saying, like, he asks every day. So just stop doing that, first of all. Stop doing that. Stop asking, bro. It's, yeah. it's so yeah. unattractive. I, I hate it when a girl asks me, like, do you want to have sex? Bro, just fucking initiate it. Just it's chill. more romantic. Like, like, what the fuck it's more doing? chill, more romantic. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like, Gavin, you're the same way as me, right? Makes sense. I, like, I want to answer Kyle's question. Shit. Yeah. Like, Kyle just said consent. Okay? And I, and I want to say that it's not about consent. It's like, if I don't want it after you initiate, just push them off. I, like, I'm not down tonight. Right? Right. We're not, we're not, like, condoming, this, we're not, we're not saying anyone should, should rape, rape anyone. Right. We're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? No, let's just get that I'm clear. Saying, You're not saying that. You're not saying that. No one's. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like because they're a couple, right? In this situation, he wants it more than her. So if she initiates, obviously the guy's gonna fucking want it. I, right. Like I'm saying, in this, like in this story, the guy, the guy is the one with the higher libido. So like, yeah, probably just go with it. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's not like if, if like. Like if my girlfriend would initiate something and not tell me they want sex, I would probably like. Even I, even though I have a low libido, I would still go with it. You know what I mean? And yeah, in what ways can I help reduce the burden of my partner when I express desire for sex? Just don't tell her you want sex. I think that's the best way to reduce the burden. I think when there's a burden, a person doesn't really want to have sex. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, think- don't ask. Like, okay, Just like, do. like, okay, that sounds very. <laughs> I get why Kyle said consent. <laughs> no, like. Uh, yes, if if they say no, then don't don't keep going. Yes, but I think Jack, what you're trying to say is, be spontaneous with it. Don't ask. Don't explicitly ask because it seems desperate. And like, and if the person, if the other person is is you know showing body languages, they don't want they don't want they don't want this. Then you know, then too bad, right? Go go in, go in go in the bathroom and and jerk off. Exactly, and and and, and like. I think the biggest issue here after reading it and talking with you about it, Kevin, it's like asking. Asking is like, it's like a total turnoff, right? It's like, 
Well, especially if you're in a, especially if you're in a, a relationship already, right? Because like, yeah, you want to keep it fresh, right? You want to keep sex fresh. You don't want to be so consistent with it. You want to be like, just go with it. You know, what I mean, like, I don't want to like a girl every time when they want to have sex. Like, can we have sex, dude? It's 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 a fucking total turn off, man. Well, it's 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 making it seem like a chore, right? Or like something like you you have to do. Like, oh oh fuck, you know, they're asking for it. Ah, uh, you know, I now I gotta yeah. do it, right? Like now, yeah, I yeah. want to be a good partner. Like oh, now, I now I, now I have to. Like now it's a chore, right? And you don't want to be in that yeah. situation. Yeah, and I see two issues with this. Like beyond the sex part, as a mm-hmm. person with insight, I do see some more issues. That first one is that they're meeting each other for the first time, right? And I feel like at least during the honeymoon phase, they would want to have sex with you a lot more if they're physically attracted to. In this case, it means they might not be physically attracted to you, to that person. Interesting. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're physically attracted to that person, you automatically want to have more sex. Even a low libido person, if you think that girl's attractive, you want to bang the shit out of them, right? As a dude. Like, I have a low libido, but, like, bro, if I, like, let's say I met a hot ass Instagram model, at least mm-hmm. for the first three months, I want to bang the living hell out of her, right? Three months? Like, damn. Really? It's a long time. I'm saying at least, at least, at least, bro, at least, at least, at least. Damn. Okay. Well, if she's like, fucking, like I probably get tired after she's like, like a fucking like a like a week, like like bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I yeah, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Like if she's like, I just feel like she's not physically attracted to the to this guy, this male. That's one. So is the that problematic? Issue, that that's problematic, right? That is problematic is in a relationship. If he's not, if he's not physically, if she's not physically attracted, that could be an issue, a problematic relationship. Uh, it, it seems like this girl might want to settle down for him, right? It's like, oh, I'm I'm 29, I want to settle down. I'm 20, I want to settle down for this guy. What I learned, you know, in the the new Wang Fu video, Never Strangers Again, or something like that, right? But there's one thing I learned is that you can't force a relationship. I remember the female lead character. I forgot her name. She got into a relationship with this guy because she feels like all her friends are settling down. She should settle down too. And, and, like, and, and that relates to me so much as well that she should, you know, like she got pregnant from this guy, but she wasn't really into him. She just, like, he, she met the wrong guy at the right time instead of the right guy at the wrong time, right? She explained that. And I felt like it's such a big thing. I, I'm kind of getting off topic here, but like, I feel like this is what is kind of happening with the girl. You're you're sensing a bit of like uh, this this relationship can't work out. Can it though? Can't it? Is it is it impossible? Know. Is it impossible for for this to have things work out? Because it seems like he's trying. He he's open to a dialogue. Um, it's just whether or not you know they can they can make it work, right? I think it's yeah. possible. So, I think they can. I think they can make it work out. It's just if he's willing to change. Um, or if she's willing what? to change, but if she has the lower libido, I mean that's going to be harder. Hard. I mean that's it's both hard to change, right? It's uh. Biology. Well, if there's one one thing one thing I learned in life, nothing is impossible. There you go. And a second issue I see with this: the girl might be having sex with someone else that he doesn't know. How how can you how can you read into that from this from this comment? Usually, a person doesn't really want to have sex with their partner when they're cheating already. Like, if you had sex with some girl last night, it's like, 
are you gonna have sex? Like, are you gonna feel it in the afternoon with, or like, maybe are you gonna feel it with the girl again the next day with the, with your girlfriend or wife or whatever? I feel like there might be a bit of cheating. I'm I'm looking at this in in all spectrum, not just one, right? So there could be cheating. I'm not saying there is. There's a chance. But the, you're basing that off because she has a low libido, is is what you're saying. Like we don't know the full story. That's the thing. We don't know how the relationship works. We don't know. That's that's true. That's I'm reading. True. I'm reading this because we've been in long distance relationship for a year. You're in a long distance relationship. You don't know what the girl is doing behind your back. I'm not saying she is doing something, but you don't know if she is. I, right? I guess. I mean, technically, that's that's true. Uh, I I think the jump though from someone having a low libido to automatically assuming they're cheating that's kind of a stretch but i mean like you said you're covering the whole spectrum so i mean that's a that's a fair point i don't think he's suspecting anything of cheating so like for this guy we can we can move forward and let's just you know take that off the possibilities of that's happening i I would say you know i'm just giving the all possibilities right i'm not i don't want to constrict him to one answer right I, i i don't think you know, if we get, I feel like any person that gives a fucking straight answer is not really thinking about the answer. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm the type of guy when I give the answer, I like to give like a full spectrum of the answer. So okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Let's say we assume she's not cheating on him. Okay. Does does that change your advice to him? It's the same advice, right? At the end of the day, just don't fucking ask, man. I think that's the number one advice. I yeah, just just don't fucking ask for it, man. I feel like that's such a goof thing to do. Yeah. All right. I don't seems think I've like, ever asked. Seems, my life. seems like a good way to end out the segment. I think it's straightforward. If you want to give this guy one piece of advice, don't ask. That sounds so bad, dude. You know what? You know what? Was you know what was well, yeah, it's not like in a rape mean. standpoint. They're in a stable relationship, okay? I don't think. If she says no, I'm sure the guy would fucking say, okay, fine. Or the girl would say, okay, fine. You know what I mean? It's also not something to to, to joke about. Like, I, I do I do want to admit that. Like, it's, you know, be careful of drawing the line between, you know, like, harassment or, like, rape. Like, just be careful, dude. Feel it out, like, like Jack said. And when we say don't ask, we're saying you, as the guy with the higher libido or the girl with the higher libido, don't ask. Right, we're saying that don't exactly. have, they'll come to you. Yes, exactly. We're not saying the guy with the high libido and the girl doesn't want it. You just get on it, man. I don't think, not like that. I think this this works more on a low libido person. You know, you're the high libido. You, you show you face wait for them don't to come to you. you. Wait for them to come to you. Like, like it's, a, it's a game of restraint. Exactly. It's 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 like don't let her know you want sex. Like, deep down, you want to fucking bang the living hell out of your fucking wife. Or bang the living hell out of your fucking girlfriend. Or whatever, right? But deep down, don't show it. Don't tell it. That's all I gotta say. Alright. That's all I gotta say. This is why people always misinterpret you, man. Like, no context behind our, our statements. <laughs> don't ask. Jesus Christ. Alright. Are we done? Yeah, man. All I right, have perfect. a Cantonese corner. You have a Cantonese corner as well? Yeah. All right. Go for it. First word is biu yin. Okay. So biu yin means to perform, to to show what you have. Biu yin. Not biu yin, biu yin. 
like Buyin. What did like I say? The, what the fuck did I just say? You said Buyin. Buyin is to That's perform. Yeah. No, no, it's to perform. Buyin is to like how well you did, like just do it well. So what is a verb and what is a what is a what is a noun? Correct. Kind of, kind of. Like for example, like uh, Buyin the ho ho. Like he's doing it very well. Compared to oh okay. like one is like you're doing it very well, one is you're going to perform. Once you're gonna go, one one is you're gonna go perform, the other is kind of like like it's still is, perform. Is the is the actual verb of performing. Kind of to show, to display, to to show you're doing well. Kind of. So what is it what is the word you said? Not like he's 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 show, he's uh, showing it pretty well. Uh, the other one you mentioned, Gavin, is Biu Yin. That's to perform. That's just to show a performance. That's a performance. What I said is performance. Yes. What you said is yes. The 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 act of performing. Correct. Like, in, in that sense, I would say it's yeah, kind of. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. It sounds the same, but it's different tones. So what you says, Biu Yin, that's to perform. Next word is Tong Pai. That's bronze metal. Gan Pai. That's silver metal. Gam Pai. That's gold metal. Mm-hmm. So okay. Pai is metal, and then you just said bronze, silver, and gold. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one is Tong Zi. Tong Zi is to notify. So, like, Oh, yeah. like they didn't they tell didn't, me. Like, they didn't notify like, me. Like I didn't get notified yeah. that my grandma died four months ago. Yeah, notified. Yeah, it's 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 more of a tongzi is more of the, uh, more of the prop, uh, not prop, like more of the academic term. Technically speaking, you say oh, uh, like oh, uh, you can just say they didn't tell me in English, right? Like it's the same mm-hmm. thing as saying they didn't notify me and they didn't tell me. It just when you say notify sounds more professional, right? Okay. Tongzi. So yeah. Uh the other one is uh say jaw. It means died. Like they died. Could they say jaw or could say jaw? It means they died. Or he, she died or he died. You want me to repeat so, the words? So how would you say the sentence they didn't notify me that my grandma died? How would you say that? Using combining these words. Oh, I'm saying that That's how I would say. When, when my grandma died, my parents didn't notify me. Yeah. All right. Can you repeat the words for us one more time? Biu yin, biu yin, gan pai, gan pai, tong pai, tong zi. All right. Thank you, Jack, for another informative Cantonese corner. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to get in touch with us and leave a comment. What do you like about this episode? What do you think about this week's topics? These these are big issues. Uh, we'd like to hear your opinion on what we discussed this episode. Leave us a comment on the website. That's www.diupod.com or Leave us an email, diupodcast at gmail.com. Support the show, diupod.com slash beer. 
hook us up with a small donation and we will be forever grateful. If you're in Canada, just, just skip that. Hit us up with the e-transfer, diupodcast.gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Twitter. That is DIU Podcast. Follow along for the latest news about DIU Podcast. Anything else you want to say, Jack, before we end up the show? No, I would just say that I get misinterpreted a lot. I think we had that topic is that don't misinterpret people. Okay. That's kind of hard to do. That's kind of hard to do. It's, it's, it's kind of the job of the person misinterpreting to better interpret themselves, I would say. I, I, I don't know, man. If I'm misinterpreting you a lot, is it my fault I'm misinterpreting you? Or is it not, well, not to say fault, but fault's only word. Is it your fault that you're not communicating as well as you should be? That's two different things. Because like, you can say, don't misinterpret people. Like, how? How? If the person I'm talking with is not communicating thoroughly, then there's going to be miscommunication. So the real, well, the real lesson is work on, work on your communication skills. Work on your communication skills. I don't know how to answer that. You know, for the listeners, please leave a comment. Tell us what you think about that. Is it the person that's delivering the message or the person trying to receive the message that should communicate better? It should always be the person delivering the message. There's no other way the message. If, if your message is clear enough, everyone will understand it, right? If it's not clear enough, it'll be misinterpreted. It'll be misinterpreted. And, and then that's how we get into this spiral, the spiral of uh, confusion. Or maybe you know, maybe I'm just being closed-minded. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Jack's doing a great job interpreting, communicating, and I'm and I'm the dumbass. Like like Jack said, let us know in the comments. We want to know. Okay, Jack, take us away. Thank you for listening. Until next time on DI. You podcast. Fuck, man. Just, just, just fucking take off my pants, man.